It's The Wow Show with your hosts, Donna Lyons and Elizabeth Ertel. This show will wow you up with some of the most fascinating guests from around the world. It will excite you, thrill you, amaze you, and bring you to your knees. The two blonde bombshells will electrify your wowness and raise your wow factor beyond limits you never expected. So let's get crazy and have some fun right here, right now on The Wow Show. And now it's time for your royal wownesses, Donna and Elizabeth. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to The Wow Show. I'm your host, Donna Lyons, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., right here on the Lions Radio Network, along with my beautiful co-host, Elizabeth Ertel in Canada. Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you today? How is Hi, everybody really... today? <laughs> I hope everyone's great. And we, I'm really excited because we have Stacey Blanchet and we have Sherry Belafonte, and they're going to tell us all about their new production company, Rowan Moon. And I can't wait to have them chat with us. Welcome, ladies. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever good. You know, time <laughs> frame you're in right now. <laughs> Well, it's funny because we good. are worldwide. <laughs> yes. Good. Good afternoon. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> good morning to you all too. You know what? I want to talk to you guys about um, Rowan Moon Productions, and you guys founded this. It was this year, and um, it's a diversified media company that you guys create high-quality content and engaging experiences for global audiences. Tell us a little bit about, I mean, how did you guys, first, how did you guys meet and get together and then decide, hey, let's start this company? Well, Sherry here. Uh, Stacy and I met a few years ago. She was doing an interview of me for, actually, I'll let her get into the explanation of it, but she was doing what was supposed to be an interview for me for an Internet show that she was doing. And a couple of months after we sat down for four and a half hours chit-chatting the day away, she called me up and said, you know, I'm thinking about making this a documentary instead of a 10-minute interview for this show. <laughs> and ultimately, it took about a year. I think Stacey was a year, year and a half for her to ultimately get it all together. But between me helping by sending photos and footage of films that we had or TV shows, uh, and then her calling me and asking me additional questions, and then us working out the details, she created this half-hour dramedy <laughs> about me that started doing the film circuit and she was also working on another project at the time as a publicist uh of a movie that i'd seen that was just brilliant and she was working some backdoor deals with trying to get that funded and financed and ultimately we started talking about projects and she said well i'm not a producer i went oh yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> fabulous now, what kind of stuff do you guys have? Um, what kind of stuff can people watch on there now? And then I know you do have some stuff in development. Stacey, you want to handle that one? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's, you know, I think it's important to understand the timeline of everything. Is that um, when we did the film festival circuit for the documentary that I did for Sherry, it was called it's called In the Know with Sherry Belafonte, which is now out on Amazon. Anyone can watch that. Um, and that really was Sherry sort of, you know, guiding me and bringing me into the production world because I never thought of myself as a producer. And when we decided to kind of get going, then COVID hit. 
And as everybody knows, COVID took a year and a half out of everyone's, pretty much basically everyone's life. Mm-hmm. And what I said to Sherry was, yeah, what I said to Sherry was, you know, we're going to take this year and a half and we're going to get ready. We're going to get ready so that the minute the gates open, we're going to hit it running. And so one of the things that we did was, I, you know, Sherry and I, I mean, we probably talk, I would say, at least six times a week. Um, it's not sometimes that. We're not in the same city. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like sometimes it's a day, you know. It's like it didn't depend upon what's going on. And we went over Sherry's projects. We went over my projects, um, which Sherry has, you know, wh- way more ideas than I have because she's been doing this a lot longer than I did. And um, I said to her, I said, you know, we need to make it so that I'm a firm believer because my background is marketing that if you're going to start marketing yourself, you want to be up and ready. So that when people come and look at you, they think that you've already been doing stuff for a while. Right. Or you look like mm-hmm. you know what you're doing. You know, I don't want somebody going and saying, well, who's Rowan Moon? No, I want somebody to go to Rowan Moon's website, and they're going to see everything that we have. And during the COVID, I was able to use, because of my background doing fashion designing and um, writing. I have friends from all different areas that I was able to ask for questions, anything, you know, like how to set this up. So Sherry and I got, you know, questions answered. We got contacts. Uh, People gave us contacts. And we started getting things going during COVID. And I think it's, I think we're in a very, very lucky situation that we're in because we've only started Rowan Moon, I think, July? I think we started in July. We already have one show in development. We have one show that's being shopped by our new literary agent, which we just got this week. And we have another show, which is being done in a very unique way. And um, we have three different projects being done three different ways in Hollywood, and we're going to find out which one actually works. (laughs) There you go. And, I, you know, a couple of the shows that are out there, I mean, one that, another one they can watch is the one that you did, The Journey to Myself, which is your bio documentary, correct? That is correct, but that was not part of Rowan Moon. That was actually done in 2012. And I, that's where I learned how to do the film festival circuit. Okay. Um, and it's, yeah, and it's really just basically my life story. And what I did was I got a distribution deal for that out of the film festival circuit. And it was on Amazon for probably close to about, I want to say maybe six or seven years. And um, now I just made it available for everybody to see it on YouTube for free. Because when you do a deal with Amazon, you can't have stuff for free available. So it has to, you have to go through a certain amount of years. And once Amazon released me, which actually was this year, they released me to be able to release it for free, I just put it up on on YouTube. And anybody can watch it without having to pay for it. But I mean, it's like a whole process. Yeah, it's it's really unique when you start learning how the process works and how much money you can actually make. Um, It's kind of eye-opening. It's not a lot. Um, So so I I always start by saying, if you're going to get into this, you really got to walk your process. You really got to walk your process from start to finish and figure out how you're going to make your money. And um, it's usually in the distribution deals where you make your money. And most people don't know how to go to get – they don't know how to get a distribution deal. And so um, you've got to figure that part out first. 
so that you can actually get money back from whatever you put into your movie. That's mm-hmm. good advice for people to take. I watched different. that with, yeah, and I watched that with the music industry as well. It's the same thing. It costs so much money just to put stuff out there. So I'm sure it's got to be the same for you guys as well. It can be, for sure. Uh, a lot of it is, as Stacy was saying, knowing people, being able to ask questions, getting introductions to other people, and having something that fits. We have one right now that's being shopped that's in and around golf. We set up, um, I had a few of the little episodes. I shot them myself. It was just to see if there was something there. And what's interesting about golf is that, when, you know, in the old days when you would go in to pitch something, someone would say, well, what's the demographic? You know, is it is it toddler to two? Is it four to eight? Is it... 12-year-olds to 16-year-olds, 28 to 45, you know, over over that. And uh, marketing people are very specified when they want to know what the demographic is. And, and ultimately, somebody who knows about golf knows that there is no specific demographic. People who are right. into golf are into <laughs> golf. It's zero to 90. <laughs> and, and, and everybody who's into golf will look at least once or twice or sort of investigate anything there is about golf. So if you're pitching to somebody who's into golf, they totally get it. They go, oh, yeah, this is perfect. There's 80 million, there's 36 million people worldwide that play golf. So right. when you start talking about a, a demographic of 36 million people, and if somebody understands golf, then they're going, yeah, this is a, this is a no-brainer. This is a shoe-in. Whereas if you're talking to somebody who just, pitches to networks and doesn't play golf, they're going, no, but what's the demographic? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I, actually, so I watched one of those, part. and it was one, one of the shows with Martin Sheen, which was a riot watching that, <laughs> that poor man chipping out of that. <laughs> like I said, how many times did it take him to get out of that sand trap? I, I think Jerry. it was nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. I think we only put in seven, so he didn't look so bad. But <laughs> was mine and ultimately that's the thing you know a lot of people who we talked to as we were as i was shooting this was saying you know i don't play golf i went all the better the worse you are the the better you know the funnier the show is kiki melendez who's a wonderful stand-up comedian she's a latinx stand-up comedian and has quite a huge following i had asked her if she played golf and she went no and the sad part about this is my husband's scottish and he's been trying to get me on the on the golf course for years. <laughs> well, you want to play? And she went, yeah. I said, look, worst case scenario, you've got new material for your stand-up act. And she came out okay, with very, very tight, cut-off, short jeans, Converse, I think it was like pink Converse All-Stars, no, red Converse All-Stars, and a pink, tight, 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 tight shirt. And, of course, the guy that we set her up with to be her her teacher for the day was his eyes were bugging out of his head the whole time looking at this hot tamale going, how do I get through this? Especially if you play golf, you understand, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, and of course, we were at at the golf course and people were staring, going, well, she's not wearing regulation long shorts and a collar t-shirt, is she? <laughs> and who wears Converse All-Stars on the links? You know? <laughs> well, it's a great one, that's for sure. At least she looked cute, right? Oh, she looked really cute. Oh, yeah. She's very funny, too. <laughs> so, well, you know, it's really great. Now, what is the one thing that you guys see in the future for this company? What is the one thing that you really want to see happen with it? 
Well, I think we both set out the idea that we were going to incorporate a very diverse group of projects and a very diverse mm -hmm. uh, clientele of people working under us and for us and that we cast. Um, we have everything, like I said, from a funny little golf show to the history of a Polish woman that was one of the first doctors in Poland during World War II uh, called Katokar to Kazakhstan. So we're, we're not limiting ourselves. We're just finding projects that either interest both of us greatly, that we're just pumped up about it, or that we know that we can support the other one in their desire to get it done. Am I right, Stacey? The, the two of you have such an incredible spark between you, great minds and personalities, Meshing those two together make the perfect combination, ladies, the perfect combination. Well, you know, one of the things I was going to say about what I think makes a really great partnership is that you can have the fight. You know, if you're going to have a fight about something like, let's say, you know, I am really, really into serial killer, true crime, you know, that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sherry has no interest whatsoever in that. But you can Having sit down and you can... <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, you know, you... You can uh, you can sit down and have those discussions, and in the end, you come to a, an agreement. And somebody once told me a long time ago, it was a friend of mine that's in the movie business, and he said, you know, Stacey, don't fight over a point. And he goes, it depends on how much that point is worth. So, you know, you get like a producer credit. If that producer credit's worth $500,000, well, then, yeah, you better fight for it. But if it's worth ten grand. And it's going to cause losing a friendship. Don't fight over it. Right. So you know, in the end, One. what I was trying to, what I wanted to say about, you know, what I think makes a true partnership is you can have a fight, you can have a disagreement, you can have all these things. But in the end of your conversation, you're like, okay, well, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and then you know, you're yeah. on to the, you're, you're on to the next project. And Absolutely. I think the best, yeah, the best thing about a partnership is figuring out what everyone's strengths are. What are you good at? And playing on those and picking up the slack where somebody may be lacking in one area. And I, I think that makes a really, really great partnership because we're going to have diversified. Um, we're going to have different ideas. Like I do want the true crime. I love documentaries. That's my thing is documentaries. And, um, you know, finding in interesting subjects and trusting the other. You know, always running everything by each other. We have our email system, so whenever one sends an email, the other one's on it. So no one knows, no one's doing something without the other person knowing it. Mm -hmm. Everything is really right out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, the greatest advice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. As Donna knows, because Stacy and I started texting each other and realized, oops, <laughs> sorry, Donna, you weren't supposed to be in that one. <laughs> I know, I'm reading, reading all this stuff. I'm like, Wait, is this for me? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Donna. <laughs> no, you do not need to be on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, ladies, this has been fun. Thank you so much for um, coming back on. I know we had a glitch before, so I really appreciate the fact that you guys came on. It, it means the world to us, and um, hope that we can help promote uh, Rowan Moon Productions and um, get the word out there about how great your shows are going to be, and they are, and wish you the best of luck with this company. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you so Congratulations, much. ladies. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much, ladies, for having us. 
Thank you for coming back. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a great rest of your weekend. What's left of it? Take care. You too. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye Bye-bye. Again, another great show. Absolutely. That was super. It was great. It was really good to have Stacey and Sherry come back. It was uh, yeah, really informative. Mm-hmm. We had, yeah, we had uh, sound issues before, and uh, we cleared that up because I know a lot of people are asking, um, when is the show airing with these ladies? So it will probably be next Friday. We will let you guys know. Um, as always, we post everything on our Facebooks and include you guys all uh, so you know what's happening, what shows are coming up next. Uh, people that are on our list, of course, we are, um, we do interviews almost daily and we have them stocked up for you guys and ready to have some great shows over the holidays as well. And um, thank you for everybody, all you people for tuning in. Honestly, being worldwide is absolutely amazing. And our two top countries are the United States and Canada, but running close behind is um, Australia. Australia and Germany. And Thank Germany. you to our listeners. <laughs> Everybody have a beautiful Thanksgiving in the US of A next week. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, we will have we will have a show on Friday. And then mm-hmm. also and I think that's Vincent airing next Friday, isn't it? Um Arizari. Is it Vincent? Next- oh, is it? Okay. Wow. That so. is going to be a great show. If <laughs> I, Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was, was such a, a blast. lot of fun. Absolutely. Anyways, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Elizabeth, as always, I couldn't do this without you. Thank you so much. Love you to pieces. And Love everyone, you to pieces too. have a great rest of your weekend, everyone. Bye. Everybody. Bye-bye. Take care.